0: Kate Faulkner. Hello, hope you had a good weekend. Thank you for downloading today's podcast on Monday the 4th of September. And we start with an update from Friday's podcast as we now know which schools in Kent are affected by the crumbling concrete crisis. Seven sites are known to have been built using the material. They are Palmarsh Primary in Hive, St James Church of England Primary in Tunbridge Wells, Sunnybank Primary in Sittingbourne, Goddington Primary in Ashford, St Bartholomew's Catholic Primary School in Swanley, Birchington. Church of England Primary in Thanet and King Ethelbert Secondary School in Thanet. Kent County Council has confirmed all of those schools will remain open and work to fix the problem is underway. The issue is to do with a material known as Reinforced Autoclaved Aerated Concrete or rack for short. It was used between the 1950s to the mid 1990s but can be prone to collapse. Richard Carre is a chartered building surveyor whose company Carre Consultancy removed rack planks at a school in Kent. We
2: we first identified the presence of RARC at the school back in early 2021. Um, it had obviously been there as part of the original construction of the school since about the early 1960s. Um, after identification of it, this was brought to the attention of the Academy Trust and also to the DfE as well, uh, working in partnership with both the, the school and the, the trust we put some uh, measures in place for monitoring, whilst a technical solution was developed uh, for the uh, remediation, which in this case involved the removal and replacement of the arc roof structure. So for the areas that we've already replaced, we did indeed put in temporary strengthening measures, um, but the, the severity of the defects recorded in this particular case Um, led all parties to conclude that replacement was the right option. Schools are not the only buildings that that will be affected. It does appear in in other buildings of the the period, so uh, mid-50s to to mid-60s. Um, in terms of the undertaking of, of dealing with it all, it's it's no small feat.
0: The government insists it's doing everything it can to ensure pupils' safety. Councillor Rory Love is in charge of education at Kent County Council. He's issued a statement which says there is understandably some increased anxiety over the use of this material following recent press reports. There are no Kent schools, of which we've been made aware by the Department for Education, that appear on the DfE's latest list of schools needing to be closed to children owing to the press presence of RAC. Where RAC is present and work is underway, alternative arrangements have been made within the schools and the schools remain open to children. We've contacted all of the schools affected, but at the time of recording today's podcast, hadn't heard back from any of them. We will, of course, continue to keep you updated on this story. Kent Online reports other top stories today, and a woman in her twenties has died, and a child's been taken to hospital after they were hit by a car near Ashford. It happened on Churchill in Charing Heath just before half nine on Saturday night. We're told the child's injuries aren't serious. A man's been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving. More people cross the English Channel in small over the weekend than any other time of this year. 872 people made the dangerous journey on Saturday, taking advantage of the warm and calm weather. It takes the total to around 21,000 so far this year. A homeless man who carried out a six-month crime spree in Canterbury and Thanet posted a video of his arrest on TikTok. Oi, I can
3: do nothing. All I did was go to the bathroom. I just went to the bathroom.
4: All I did was attend probation. That's in Sam Williams. I I attended probation. Ah, I'm going to kill you. I just attended probation. I just attended. You arrested me for assault. Now I'm going to prison. Now forever, I'm going to kill you now. Assault! I fell over. I fell over and you arrested me.
0: I fell over and he arrested me for assault. That's Bill Winsbury being detained in Margate in July. The 40-year-old's been locked up for six months for carrying out 17 offences, including stealing from Boots, Superdrug and M&S. Kent
1: Online reports.
0: The man in charge of the council in Medway has confirmed they won't be bringing in a charge for the most polluting cars. Vince Maple's been speaking as he marks 100 days in charge of the authority following May's local election, but he says tackling climate change is one of their main priorities moving forward. Vince has been speaking to Abby from our colleagues at KMTV. How much progress have you had on your first 100 days?
1: Well, firstly, I want to thank the people of Medway for the opportunity. 100 days ago, uh, we took control of the council. We wanted the opportunity to serve, and we've been getting on with it. Some of the things, of course, have happened really quickly. So we've brought forward things around small businesses, uh, around improving the uh, offer when it comes to private sector landlords. But actually, one of the most important things to tackle this issue is the local plan on uh, mid-May, before we took control of the council, actually, it was the 20th anniversary of Medway Council's local plan. Uh, We've said very clear it's a priority for us at our next cabinet meeting so in just a few days time we'll be bringing forward the next stage of consultation to make sure we get that in place why is that important because actually without that the the drive to get through the 28 and a half thousand houses central government sets for us as a target it is really challenging so we'll be bringing that forward I'd urge all residents to play their part in that consultation with a labour and cooperative group so it takes all of us collectively but we as the cabinet have that forward and we'll be discussing that next week.
0: Another key target for all councils, not only Kent but across the UK, committing to net zero. What sacrifices are you willing to make to reach that net zero? And when it comes to it, when it comes to making those sacrifices, will you back down when it gets tough?
1: Look, I heard, interestingly, the conversation on the Kent Politics Show a moment ago between two other great politicians here in Kent. Uh, For me, this is critical. We can't shy away from this. So this will mean some difficult, challenging decisions. People have asked me directly, are we going to have a ULEZ in Medway? That's not going to happen. But what we will do is we'll bring forward a variety of schemes, both looking importantly at improving public transport. We'll want Arriva to do what they should be doing, delivering for residents. That's not happening at the moment. But, you know, one of the disappointments of the last 100 days has been the withdrawal of the £170 million from central government. Why is that important? Because, actually, the infrastructure that would have come from that would have helped to reduce the pressures on one of our air quality management areas over on Fort Elms Hill. We now still need to deal with that and many other of the climate challenges, but without that support from central government. So we will get on with the job, but that withdrawal of that huge amount of resource from Medway continues to be deeply disappointing.
0: It's almost a week since London's ultra-low emission zone was controversially expanded to all boroughs, including those on the Kemp border. A banned driver tried to deny being behind the wheel of a car by moving into the passenger seat as police approached. Police had been called to reports of a suspected drunk driver in Ainsford in October last year. 29-year-old Sam Walker from Oakview in Edenbridge got a suspended jail term and has been given another ban of almost four years. Local government bosses have spent £90,000 battling a and man in the High Court over discrimination claims only to lose. The judge decided Kent County Council had been discriminatory when it refused humanist Steve Bowen a place on the Standing Advisory Council on Religious Education since his court win. Mr Bowen has reapplied to be part of the council. The Kent Online podcast has been told plans to turn three single-sex grammars in Medway into mixed schools have been postponed. The idea was to allow girls to go to Holcomb and boys to join Chatham Grammar and Fort Pitt. But the Department for Education says a decision won't be made just yet and has recommended a wider consultation. Kent Online reports. Traders in part of Ashford say the street they're based on has become an eyesore while they wait for work to start on a new hotel. Plans for the 92-bed facility were approved last summer, but no date's been confirmed for work to get underway. A row of shops is set to be demolished as part of the project on new rents. The council say they've not been told why there's a delay. A company in Dartford which makes modular homes has seen a huge jump in demand as more people look for sustainable housing solutions. Innovate Homes produces the buildings in a factory and can make it. An averaged size home in just 30 days. Managing director Gary Mayett says the process is quicker and greener than traditional methods.
3: modular is, is 3D building in a secure, warm, dry location built in a factory under factory conditions rather than taking bricks and sand and, and timber to a field and starting to build. Um, uh, is it the way forward? If we had a German badge on it, everyone would be thinking it's great, and we should be buying lots more of it. um But because it's, um, it's, it's, even though I'm an English person and their factories in Scotland, um because we bought the company twelve, twelve years ago.
0: How have you sort of seen? I think you said you had sort of a hundred and eighteen percent increase in business sort of in the last few years. So how have you kind of seen interest grow in modular homes
2: I think
3: the interest has grown because of um, and there's a lack of labour um what labor you got is very expensive and we can meet we can meet um the new regulations quite easy because they're built in a factory condition with regard to the new improved um net carbon zero houses um and that's all about insulation and um, reducing your energy cost and uh, as you
0: said i think you know you can build them quite easily i think you said sort of it can take you within sort of 30 days to build kind of an average size house so how do these sort of compare construction wise cost wise to maybe just building a housing development or
3: i think something? i think um the cost the cost wise the cost wise is 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 a similar similar um, um to a traditional but you have the shorter period on time so there would be a saving there and um we, we we use less material in the ground because of our buildings are a little bit lighter than traditional buildings. And the average time can be we can build modules in about 20 days. Um, Then they come to site and it's about two two weeks to, to, to land them and hand them over.
0: Gary says modular homes have also been attracting interest from ministers and housing associations as an answer to Kent's housing crisis. A council that issued an elderly woman with a parking fine while she made a donation to a charity shop has cancelled it after being contacted by Kent Online. Anne Bellworthy parked on a single yellow line on Bank Street in Hearn Bay before taking belongings to a nearby store. Although there are some signs warning not to park at certain times of the day, the 87-year-old argued they're not easy to see and it's unfair on drivers. Canterbury City Council say the fine was cleared as a gesture of goodwill and they'll check visibility of the signs. The owners of an ice cream parlour in Dimchurch fear for its future if they're not allowed to extend their opening hours. The mum and daughter who run Sundays on the high street say they're missing out on trade by having to close at 5pm. They've applied to the council to keep serving until as late as 10pm. A decision will be made in the next two months. People living in part of Chatham are being urged to look after an overgrown alleyway following a 14-year battle to get it properly maintained. Neighbours in Victoria Road and Oliver Close in Luton say the walkways become a dumping ground ground at an eyesore. It's not clear who owns the land. A local housing association say they're trying to clarify whether it belongs to them.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: A Kent woman has spoken for the first time about why she and her husband decided to represent Britain's most hated woman in court. Myra Hindley was serving life in prison for assisting her boyfriend Ian Brady in kidnapping children who were assaulted and murdered by him before being buried on the moors above Manchester in the 60s. In the 80s she was trying to get parole. Lawyer Andrew McCooey had met his wife Margaret when they were at Bible college and say it's their faith that inspired them to do what they did. Andrew now has Parkinson's and struggles to speak but his wife has been telling their story to the podcast.
5: we just opened a firm. It was 1987 and we were in, we, we bought this house with a view to it being a firm. You know, the Lawyers Christian Fellowship was approached to say, would, would a local solicitor, she was in Rochester Women's Prison, be willing to take on her application for parole? I mean, this is long after the murders and the horrific things that were done. And... Um, in prison, she had been. She had become a Christian. Many people would question that, but who are we um, to question? And she wanted a Christian solicitor, and nobody in this area would take her on because of her dreadful name. And Andrew said to me, um, "What do you think? I think we should. We should say yes." And applied for parole she'd served her sentence but it was a political reason she was she was kept in prison because it would have been so unpopular whoever honored her time for parole and um and um, he said we'll get a lot of flag and I said no I think we should and it was it was the 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 point was is there anyone so evil or who brought so low who God couldn't forgive. He was a criminal lawyer, and it would c- fall in the usual remit, but no one would take it. Our families were horrified, which is the first line of, how can you? Um, our families were horribly upset. And I remember we got a brick through the window once, the, the room next door, um, got hate mail. but. We we didn't waver. You you expect criticism if you're doing something you believe you're meant to do. I'm sure we lost lost clients, but um, I haven't retained it in my memory really. How could you? You could put it in many words, couldn't you? How could you? One friend um, disowned us for several years. Um, it's. People have different ways of expressing their disapproval, don't they? I think it's a lawyer's duty if you if you're in that field that you help anyone. You you're not the judge, which Andrew would always point out. You're not the judge. You have got a duty to help them with their legal problem. We often met her in person, and and I I spoke to her on the phone. You know, you probably have heard, she she seemed a very ordinary person and she looked nothing like the horrific pictures. I was once on the front page of The Sun because at Christmas, we often send our prisoners some a little bit of money so they could buy presents for family. And and of course, with someone like Myra Hindley, a prison guards would leak stories to get money. and. And You know, I don't, know, I don't know, dreadful people like Margaret McHooey sending money to a horrific person like Myra Hindley. I wasn't the only one, but I thought, wow, I'm on the front page of The Sun. Who would have thought? I was such a goody-goody by nature.
0: The couple closed their firm in 2010. You can read Megan Carr's full report at Kent Online. Farmland near Canterbury could be used for housing. Plans have been put in to build 13 properties in an area of outstanding natural beauty in Bridge. Developers say they want the site to look like farm buildings, but critics are worried about an increase in traffic. There are going to be overnight closures on the M20 from today, so major upgrades can take place. More than £2.5 million is being spent on resurfacing and repainting the motorway between Junction 11 and 13 for Western Hanger and Folkestone. It's going to take two months to finish.
1: Kens online sports
0: football now, and it was a disappointing weekend for Gillingham as they suffered back-to-back defeats in League Two. They were beaten 2 0 at Grimsby Town, conceding both goals in the first half. Here's a rather unhappy manager, Neil Harris.
4: A lot of people have travelled from Gillingham today to support us, um, and we did, our performance didn't marry that. You know, did didn't merit their, their, their support, um, money they've paid when we put in a performance like that. The scoreline seems relatively close at 2-0 um, and, and there wasn't loads in it between the game. But what we didn't do, we didn't do the basics of League 2 football. And that's uh, set plays, uh, transitions and, and just damn right competing. Uh, and that's where we fell short. And that's, that's not something I've been used to as a manager. Maybe the first half of last season, a little bit with the group we had. But that's not where we want to be as a football club now. So... Um, it's a major disappointment um, um, and I didn't see it coming today. Um, that's five goals we've conceded, really poor goals we've conceded um, in two halves of football. We have to respond accordingly because the players that I've picked um, just haven't, haven't, haven't performed today and, and I'm just disappointed, um, disappointed for the staff, disappointed for the players, disappointed for the, 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 the fans that travel, disappointed for the football club really because that's not, that's not a performance that we want to associate ourselves with. As team manager and, and behalf of the group, then they can only say we'll, we'll be better than that on the road. Um, we'll be better than that at Stockport. Yeah, we're miles better. We're miles better. We'll be better than that at Crawley. Yeah, we'll be better than that at Sutton. Yeah, well, at Sutton, against a really physical side, we've done both sides of the game and did it really well. So, yes, we know during the league season, you know, to win three away games and lose one is, 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 is still a good achievement. But, but. What I will say is I fully accept that that performance isn't good enough and fully accept criticism on behalf of the players that have come the way that we didn't perform well enough. And that's my task, is to make sure that we're better than that away from home. We passed the ball off the pitch. We looked a bit in between when we passing a the ball. Were we playing long. Did we compete well enough? No. No, we didn't compete well enough. We didn't compete well enough on on uh, set plays uh, that's in both boxes. That's our set plays as well. We didn't get enough first contacts. Uh, we can see it from a set play again. Um, same players making same mistakes. It's just it's very league two at times, but it doesn't mean I have to accept it.
0: The Jules are still third in the table after winning their first four games of the season. They play at Priestfield in the EFL Trophy tomorrow night. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. You can also get the details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk.
1: News you can trust.
0: This is the Kent Online Podcast.